umgoblue.com by fans for fans since 1999 hello welcome to the umgoblue.com podcast this is phil callahan along with clint derringer and we're here to talk about the sp plus by the numbers podcast game three versus wisconsin well clint what do the sp plus analytics tell us about this game Oh, right now, Michigan is uh, favored or not favored to win the game. Wisconsin's actually uh, full point. But the greatest that you and I could remember seeing right off the top of our head. Um, I my my initial guess is that that's the largest spread that the system has spit out in a Michigan game in terms of being an underdog since uh, probably the Ohio State game in 2017. So. Uh, that translates to a win probability for Michigan of about 30%. So right now that's um, that's what we're seeing. Uh, it makes sense uh, mathematically or logically just based on uh, Wisconsin looking very strong in two games against CMU and, and Southern Florida and Michigan having a kind of a rocky start uh, underwhelming against Middle Tennessee and then double overtime against Army. So, I think it's a little bit inflated, but uh, we we will see. Well, and just to be clear, according to the analytics right now, Michigan is a nine-point underdog. That's just that's incredible. Now, I wonder if this is this a case where we're we're not very far along in the season, and uh, we don't have a large enough statistical sample to to get a more reasonable prediction or uh i guess how how confident are you in that uh projection i i think that it makes sense uh somewhat i you know i i think that it makes sense that would favor wisconsin especially at home however i like i said i think it's a little bit inflated and and early on in the season um bill Connolly's algorithm is still based a lot on the preseason metrics, which takes into account recruiting success and, and returning production and some of the things that we knew or thought that we knew in the preseason. Those are still uh, in the algorithm. And then as you gain more and more game data from this season, that will phase out over time. So really it's uh, fifth, sixth, seventh game of the season that, that um, you're really – only on this year's uh, production. So uh, that's that's a little bit uh, also playing into that factor is is Wisconsin being more stable with uh, within their system and what they're doing um, is also helping stretch it a little bit. But like I say, it's higher than I thought. Um, but uh, I, I certainly think it will be closer than that. But the other, another interesting note: the the system uh, that Bill Connolly set up is supposed to be predictive, um, pr- mostly for uh, people that are, uh, you know, maybe betting against a lot. I think the Vegas line is in by three, um, and I saw his stats right now. Um, if there's a greater than three point difference between what SP Plus picks and the Vegas line. Um, if you go with the SP plus numbers, then his his metrics right now are 63% against the spread. So that's uh, that's an un, 
that's an unheard of number against the spread. So that's um, most people that would be following that system are probably picking Wisconsin uh, minus three. Well, and the interesting thing is you and I both agreed when we were going over our preseason predictions that this was going to be a very important test for Michigan. You know, I know personally that if this game was played at Michigan Stadium, I I would be fairly confident that Michigan would pull it out. The I guess the, the, the conflict or the struggle I have right now is that Michigan historically struggles on the road. And with what we've seen uh, with the offense failing to catch gear so far this season, those are and, and that's the main reason that you know I I think that this is going to be a, a struggle. But man, I I sure don't see you know I I still think you know in my heart of hearts, having watched you know a lot of Big Ten football over the years, that this is a one score game one way or the other. And I I may give the nod to Wisconsin because you know it's a home game for them, but I would be I would be really shocked if it were uh, a nine point differential. So. It's going to be interesting for me because, you know, having studied the SP Plus, I have a lot of confidence in it. But this is one of those where the number comes out and, and I kind of just shake my head. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there's a, the other the other monkey wrench that went into the numbers is Army. Army's offense really turns the system, turns the uh, analytics on their head. We talked about this a little bit. Um, leading into the Army game, but uh, Michigan's defense shot all the way up to number one in the SP Plus rankings, and a lot of that is because they held uh, Army's uh, triple option offense to unsuccessful plays because unsuccessful plays are defined by trying to get a first down in three tries, where Army many times is trying to get a first down in four tries. So that change in the math um, – is actually boosting Michigan's defensive uh, ranking. Uh, so there's a little bit of chaos right now early on in the season. So um, it'll all shake out. I, I don't think that uh, I don't think that it's exactly accurate right now. But uh, we did highlight in our preseason uh, preview that uh, this is an early test, especially on the road. Uh, I would I would be much more confident in this game. Um, if it were later in the season or at home, and uh, it's it's neither. So uh, it's really going to be a challenge for Michigan to play well on the road and noon kickoff and, and try to get off to a good start and, and not let uh, Wisconsin build a lot of momentum and then, uh, you know, just hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor and grind out the clock. Michigan's going to have to try to get out to a, a much better start than they have the last two games. Now, it is on the road, but I think a noon game does favor the Wolverines. I don't think the crowd will be as raucous as they normally are. And, you know, I think that as a road team, it's really good to, you know, if I had to choose between playing an early game or sitting around all day and, and kind of being anxious about the game, I would rather get there, get the game done, and, and, and get home. So it's, it's not, not all the playing at home factors favor Wisconsin, I think. I, I agree with that. I think I think you, you wear out um, kind of being pent up in a cage in your hotel room or, or whatever you know, whatever the scenario is for a team 
the, those players and their adrenaline pumping and watching, uh, maybe watching other teams play the early games. I, I think that tends to drain, kind of sap your energy. Uh, obviously, you're not physically exerting yourself, but um, I, I think it just wears on you um, mentally, psychologically, and then uh, you got to kind of build all that adrenaline and, and momentum back up for those late kicks. So uh, it's not something that Michigan has a lot of experience with as a program, those late kicks. So I, I agree with you that I think the earlier kick is beneficial for Michigan, not that it's a big advantage over Wisconsin, but I think if uh, if you were to ask Jim Harbaugh what time did, does he want to kick off, I, I think his most common answer would be would be noon. So we'll uh, we'll take that and and hopefully that's uh, just one one thing that's kind of pushing this towards uh, a, a potential victory. All right. Well, one way or the other, we're going to have a lot to talk about after the game. Do you have any final thoughts as as we look ahead to this Big Ten opener? Yeah, I'm really interested to see what uh, Don Brown has um, for his base defensive package and, and different variations from that. The the kind of uh, four wide receiver look from Middle Tennessee and then the uh, kind of flex bone and triple option and belly option from Army were two very kind of specific game plans. Um, I think we'll understand a little bit more about Don Brown's uh, strategy and, and adjustments from the offseason uh, after this game. So I'm excited for that. I think uh, I I think that the the challenge is there, right? The work is cut out for the for the Wolverines to to go make go finally um, kind of put their put their flag in the ground for for a win, uh, a marquee win instead of uh, you know almost or or you know, could have, would have, should have. So I, I, I'm excited for the opportunity. I hope they, uh, I hope they can cash it in. So, you know, we've discussed before, I, I've been kind of down on, on the defense. Now, surprisingly, for this game, I feel really good. I think that what Wisconsin does is tailor-made for what Don Brown defenses usually are able to contain. So for me, this is kind of a, a uh, an evaluation. It's a, okay, is the defense gonna gonna firm up and be able to establish itself? I'm willing to concede that the Army game was an outlier, an aberration, and uh, you know Michigan has gotten some good news. Uh, it appears that John Runyon Jr. will be uh, available for the game on the offensive line. Um, one uh, piece of news that, if it's true, isn't good. Um, again, and, and I and I make sure I preface this with that this is a rumor. There, there's a strong rumor that Zach Charbonnet is not going to be available for this game. And after the way that he was so effective in the running back position the first two games, you know, people can say, well, he's just a true freshman. But um, if it's true, it's 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 kind of a disappointment uh, heading in. terms of consistency from what they scenario of course um we know that uh true it has been a reliable uh ball carrier and and an even more reliable pass blocker and then the the onus would be on christian turner and and maybe hassan haskins to step up and contribute some 
something on the ground and uh, try try to help uh, bolster the running game, the uh, zone read uh, series. So if that's true, it's another you know that's another challenge, another bit of adversity that uh, this team's going to have to step up and face head on. And uh, there will be others. There'll be there'll be more adversity, and it's this is all going to boil down to uh, how well. Um, how well prepared and, and how well the uh, the leadership of the the team can can respond to uh, the many different uh, challenges that you get uh, in a hostile environment. Now, another thing that makes me hopeful about this game is that the players have been asked about how they feel about the odds, and you know, they, there was a great quote that came back and said, "Well, the odds makers don't actually play the game." And to uh, another interesting point is. Uh, Shay Patterson has has talked to the media and and he seems a little more buoyant than he than he has the last two years so or the last two games, so I'm hoping that we're going to see a fully unleashed and operational Michigan offense, uh, perhaps the first time you know all season under Josh Gaddis, and uh, if they can pull it together, I think that they have a good chance to pull this one out. So again, either way, we're going to have a lot to talk about. So. That's going to do it for this edition of the UMGoBlue.com By the Numbers podcast. This is Phil Callahan along with Clint Derringer. Go Blue. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.